Hi, Sherry Toledo, the Digital Learning Doc here. Welcome back. This is episode two of a special podcast series that's focusing on how you can leverage a program course to reach and help more people while supporting your current coaching business and producing more time freedom for you. If you haven't had an opportunity to listen to episode one, where I spoke about how to break through the major myths and mistakes most online program course creators are faced with, go to sherrytoledo.com forward slash podcast series. That's sherrytoledo.com forward slash podcast series. Hop on over there and listen now. So before you start listening to this episode, make sure that you've downloaded the Created to Coach podcast workbook. If you haven't done that yet, stop the podcast and go download that document. You'll be able to follow along and better understand what I'm going over in this episode. Just so you know, I'm going to be covering a lot of important information in today's episode. So get ready for a masterclass. A quick encouragement. Remember that you can always come back and listen to this again. In fact, I encourage you to do so. Because each time you listen, you'll deepen your understanding of what it takes to create a program course, program course that will help you reach more people, support your current coaching business, and produce more time freedom. All right, let's get started. In this episode, I'll be speaking about the foundations of the program course creation process and the launching process. This is all what I teach in my program, Created to Coach. Okay, buckle up. Here we go. Turn to that program course overview in your workbook. You'll see this is a four-part approach that ensures a balance between the cognitive, that is how we think, and the affective, how we feel, those two aspects that learners experience. Let's look at the acronym T-H-A-T and see how it can help you design a program course that results in client success. The first T is for teaching and training. When you create your program course, make sure that your instruction is laser focused, that is clear and succinct with well-defined progressions that meet your signature client's needs and teach to their learning styles and preferences. A side note here, we usually teach the way we were taught. So it's very important to be open to providing a variety of teaching styles. That's one of my specialties, and I'll be sharing more on that in future podcast episodes. Effective teaching takes these elements into account, making sure that the strategies we use create a safe learning environment where our signature clients are fearless or become fearless. That is, they take chances because they're not afraid to make mistakes. We have to set the stage for that with our fearlessness and our authenticity. When was the last time you made a mistake and let people know? Most of the time, we hide our mistakes. It's a great comedy relief and very endearing when we are able to laugh at ourselves and our bumbling. 
One of my approaches has been to ask my signature clients what mistakes they've made. When I taught at the university level, I used this approach with my students. They were pre-service teachers and teachers in the classroom. Now, if you know anything about teachers, you know that most of them are perfectionists and they do not like revealing their mistakes. So make room in the design of your program course for mistake making and sharing. That's right. Sharing our mistakes helps us move out of striving to be perfect and into a state of working toward progress. That is working from rest. Help them fail quickly. A hugely popular saying during my athletic coaching career, and really as a player, was practice makes perfect. But you know what? That's not true. It has to be perfect practice makes perfect. Where perfection is 100% effort in the right direction. I also believe that perfection comes in our commitment to the process. As God leads us and we follow, we're in the middle of the perfect process. So it's not the outcome. It's not our effort. It's how well we sit in the process, no matter where it takes us. We want to do the same for our signature clients. Give them enough information to move them through the skill progression enough rich and compelling choices that they can stay engaged and multiple opportunities to receive feedback. We want them committed to the process, give them permission to fail and help them fail forward. The H represents heart-centered. Teaching is all about relationships. You teach from your heart to your signature client's hearts. You design and deliver that program course with a solution for the urgent need and pain points your signature clients are experiencing. Now, we have to address the fact that your signature clients have been through a different type of education system than what I'm presenting here. They, and most of us, we're used to an assembly line information-based system. So keep this in mind when you create that program course because you will be focusing on students first and content second, process first and product second. Here's a Toledoism. The process is paramount. I say famous because I've had students quote those words back to me. I've told them the process is paramount. And then in a moment of product focus, they say back to me, The process is paramount, Dr. T. Well, it is. As a coach, your greatest skill is being yourself and being with your signature clients. Share your experience, your knowledge, skills, and friendship. It's super important to carry your personal touch into that program course. Remember from teaching and training that you want your students to take risks That will only happen as you create a safe place for them to fall on their faces. So as you are authentic and transparent, your signature clients will be able to admit their urgent need and pain points. Then when you address them, they will be in the right frame of mind to accept the information and the process. 
It's always easier to accept information, but when it comes time to step into the process, roadblocks, most of the time self-imposed, begin to pop up. That leads us to the A, which stands for actionable, active, and activated learning. We design that program course with learning experiences that draw our students to actively engage in their learning. We want to give them every opportunity to buy into the process by empowering them to motivate themselves to master the skills that will meet their needs. Notice I said motivate themselves. We know that internal motivation lasts much longer than external motivation. A coach's motivation will only last until something else comes along and grabs the attention and energy of an athlete, a student, or your signature clients. For instance, if I need help with time management, I probably won't make any changes by just watching a video. I have to be actively interacting with that information. So in this phase of that program course creation, we have to provide learning engagement that will grab and hold our signature client's attention and deepen their motivation to make changes. Engagement is a process that leans on two types of learning, active learning and activated learning. The learning process is not about repeating information and moving on. We want our signature clients to master the target skills and processes that we've laid out for them. For them to do this, they have to be active. When they don't put their learning to practice, it doesn't stick. So the activities that we create for them need to be actionable. They need to be able to move on them, to apply them, to create from them. When your signature clients are fully engaged, they are actively learning and activating their learning. At this point, that is when they begin to experience the target transformation, which takes us to the last T, transformational. Your signature clients will buy your program course because they believe they can get the help, skills, and knowledge that will help them solve their problem and or ease their pain. Remember, you are helping them get out of the rut and move toward where they want to be and need to go. This transformational journey is the foundation for that program course. Everything you create, every video you record, every message you post, they all point back to the target transformation. Focusing your program course this way will create learning experiences that empower your signature clients. Your number one task is to work yourself out of a job. That's right. Do your coaching so well that your signature clients don't need you anymore. Don't be afraid of this. You won't lose business. In fact, this is how you'll get more people to enroll in your program course. The signature clients who experienced the transformation you led them through will be spreading the word for you. Every program course must have a transformational journey to be effective for your signature clients. We have to know where they currently are and where they want and need to be. We are either solving a problem or building a skill. 
Now, the journey of transformation for my signature clients in the Created to Coach Academy is going from lack of clarity to clarity, from no or an unsuccessful program course to a program course filled with signature clients, and from weak cash flow to a full course program and ongoing income. To help you create that program course, let's take a deep dive into the Created to Coach Program Course Readiness Checklist. So turn the page and you'll see the five pillar construct that provides a plan for your signature clients to experience the transformational journey you have set up for them. Okay, let's start our overview of each pillar. As we go along, you can check off each item that you're sure of or that you have completed. When we finish, you'll have an excellent indication of where the gaps in your program course creation process are. First, clarity, the foundational pillar for all of the other pillars. Everything starts here, and the deeper our understanding, activation, and implementation of our clarity, the greater all the other pillars come together. So number one, your signature anointing. What are you called to do? Two, your DNA alignment with your call from God. How you were created is perfect for your call. God really loves it when we step into our destiny. Third, what your spheres of influence are and which of the seven mountains you are called to. Four, you can see how God has made a tapestry of your experiences, education, skills, and talents so you are equipped to fulfill your call. Fifth, you know who you're called to serve your signature clients. In fact, you are aware that you are the person they are praying for to bring them the answers that they need. Six, you know the most pressing need, the greatest problem, the deepest pain points of your signature clients. And last, you know the transformation that you will guide your signature clients through. Next, Let's move to define and determine. In this phase, you need to make eight definitions and determinations. Number one, your program course topic. Very important. <laughs> Number two, what your signature clients will experience when they successfully complete your program course and when they make it to the end of the transformation. These are the outcomes of your program course. Number three, how you're going to organize and structure your program course. Four, the new skills your clients are going to acquire. Five, how you're going to communicate your content. Six, how long is your course going to be? Seven, how your clients are going to engage with the content, with each other, and with you. And eight, what will you be charging for your program course? Now, it's important to know that program course creation is not, I repeat, not a linear process. It's okay to jump around. In fact, you really need to look at everything from different angles 
so that you can make adjustments as new things pop up and as things change. Okay, let's move on to number three, design and develop. This is where you're actually planning out your course and putting it all together. So number one, how are you going to choose your content? Most of you already have enough content to fill a library. Others of you have a book. Now it's time to curate, that is choose and catalog the information and then organize it. Number two, to do this, you can use any form of outlining, however your brain works. Some people can outline, others need to brainstorm on note cards or a whiteboard. Still others like to use a mind map. It doesn't matter. Just get the content organized. Now it's time to figure out how to teach it. First, you have to chunk it. That is, you have to divide it into small amounts of information. The outline enables you to organize the content into small bite-sized bits of info that we call chunks. What that means is that you don't teach it all at once. You don't want your clients watching a one, two, or even a three-hour video or listening to two-hour-long audio recordings or reading 20 pages of instructions. We want to expose them to one small chunk of content, then give an activity. Remember the A in that program course? Activate, activated learning, actionable, active. All those A's. Number four, as you're making these chunks of information, like cutting cake into pieces, you start to organize it so that it scaffolds. That means it supports the learning. One of the most important parts of this phase is utilizing progressions. And that means you break down skills or target behaviors into logical ordered steps. I learned this as a physical education major in college. We had to take a skill, break it down into steps, order those steps in a logical sequence. That way the students could learn to perform that skill. And this leads us right up to number five, creating worksheets or fun sheets, however you wanna call it, handouts, journals. These well-designed tools will keep your students actively learning. They should always add something to the learning process, no busy work. When you create these tools, make sure that your clients are taking notes on their own. The info will stick longer. In other words, don't fill in all the blanks for them. All right, now we're at number six. Begin building out your program course. Where are you going to teach your clients from? I suggest starting with Facebook. It's the easiest way to set things up, change them, and then move on. You can also use your website or a learning management system. I've had experiences where coaches use Google Drive or Dropbox. Start with the simple and move to the complex. Also, what's your budget? Personally, I like free. All right, number seven, structuring the course. Organizing it in the delivery system so that it's easy for your clients to navigate. We don't want them hunting for a video or a handout or a link for the live meeting. This is where designing redundancy into your program really pays off. Have the same information in multiple places. Now we move to pillar four, connect and deliver. That's right. It's time to start connecting with your signature clients 
and get the course into their hands. It's exciting, it's scary, but it's still exciting. One note, the connection piece can be going on from the time you've gotten clarity on your anointing, your client, and their transformation. To be honest, I put this here because this is where you really ramp up the connection phase. So which of these are you really clear on? Meaningful and authentic conversations with future clients. That means no spammy DMs, please. Second, building relationships and direct messaging, either in Facebook or Instagram. Three, how are you going to qualify people for your program course? You can't serve everyone. So if you're not sure, go back to pillar one and do some more work. Four, I have my clients create a Facebook nurture group. Five, blended learning. This is where you provide videos, audio recordings, handouts that clients access before coming to live meetings. While you may do live teachings at times, this is not as effective as using the live meetings to answer questions, give bonus content, or troubleshoot. Number six, facilitating live meetings. This is an art. A little bit of coaching a little bit of teaching, a lot of listening and interpreting. And seven, implement your plan to get feedback from your clients on how the program course is meeting their needs and what they would like to see added, changed, or deleted. Of course, you always make the final decision, but having their input is gold. And last, we have cash flow from rest. Number one, the backend tracking is so important. Set up systems before you have clients. Number two, knowing all the elements of the launch are important. Where to start, what to say, who to contact, how to deliver on what you're telling people you're launching. Three, your launch was successful. Now, how do these new clients pay? How do you track that process? Four, in this phase, you've really ramped up the chat. So there has to be a way for you to know if that person is a potential client. What do you say? How do you build that relationship? If you know that this person is a good fit, what now? And number five, on the other side, if you've determined that another person, a different person is not a good fit, what do you do? Number six, looking back on the previous four pillars, and the cash flow part of this pillar can be overwhelming. So how do you step out of performance and perfectionism into the Lord's rest? Number seven, how does time management fit with rest? And number eight, what are the steps, actions, activities that God has tailor-made for you to ensure you are in and stay in his rest? So as you can see, the Created to Coach program course pillars provide a framework to help you organize and plan out the creation of your program course. But more importantly, stepping into and implementing the principles of these pillars will help you identify and live out your call from God. My call, as I shared in the first episode, is to work with kingdom coaches, encouraging, equipping, and empowering them to fulfill their call, reach as many people as possible, build authentic relationships with their future clients, 
and help them develop opportunities to complete the circle and get paying clients. Following the Call to Coach program course readiness processes take you from no program course or a scarcely bought program course to a successfully launched and populated program course. All right, let's move to the Created a Coach program course creation matrix. Let's take a quick look at this tool that provides you with a way of addressing all the elements of that program course and all of the pillars of the Created a Coach program. This is how I scaffold your learning in my Created a Coach program course. Along the left side, you see all the steps in the creation process, define, determine, design, develop, and deliver. Along the top, you see the elements of that program course tool, teach and train, heart center, actionable learning, and transformation. By following this matrix, you will be sure to create a course that is well-designed to meet the needs of your client. I have to tell you, no one else has done this. What I've done is use my 40 plus years in education and my experience in the online world to put this together to help you. Well, that was a lot of info. Like I said, it's a masterclass level. It's like drinking from a fire hose. I hope you enjoyed it and found the teaching helpful as you build your coaching business. If this episode has you feeling a little or a lot overwhelmed, then let's chat and together come up with your next best steps. Just go to my calendar, sherrytoledo.com forward slash chat. That's sherrytoledo.com forward slash chat and choose a time for us to get together. I can't wait for episode three, where I'll be talking about what's possible and what's next. I'll see you then. Bye-bye.